If you're married, have you come across your spouse being active in particular areas of drive, you know, being very aggressive in bed, but not being so aggressive with kids, if you have kids, or being the other way around, being aggressive with children, but not so much after marriage in terms of sexual drive. What are we talking about? What's going on here? So we are talking about conscious relating. The first five parts we covered, the chakras over there quickly the picture you see over there and if you're listening on podcast please see the youtube channel side time so you see the human being there with we're trying to develop this human being folks okay we went from second third fourth fifth seventh and eighth house of astrology remember i told you in my last one i will do more on planets and we'll start with mars as the aggressor as the drive mars is the drive energy which we all have Everything has a plus and a minus, right? That's the symbol of Mars over there, right? And why am I calling it your partner's karmic display? One reason. Wherever the planets are deposited in your chart, that shows the karmic drive of a person. Where is the karma driving this person towards? It's nothing to do with you. It's nothing to do with you personally nobody's trying to attack you personally it's just the person is displaying that kind of martian attributes there is nothing personal here folks each one is born with one thing or the other it's just that simple so looking at a recap of planetary psychology which i did back in the healers astrology series go back to my healers playlist you will find this planetary psychology what is mars aggressive guy, the soldier, goal-directed energies, this is psychologically speaking, strength, courage, passion, action, competitive and fighting spirit. Mars wants to go and aggressively go out there and get stuff done. Get shit done is Mars energy, period. Vigor or on the shadow side of Mars, it can be anger, irritability, haste, impatience, a lot of impatience with Mars inconstancy there's no constancy in things so five minutes ago is this ten minutes ago it's something else kind of people OCD inconsistency different from inconstancy by the way inconsistency is you're not being consistent you're not being well consistent lack of drive and courage all or nothing attitude I want all of this stuff or I want nothing to do with it that's Mars like a flip side okay two sides like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde kind of scenario. So what are we doing here in this one? I want to take you deep dive into the where the Mars is placed. And this over right hand, left hand side, top corner, I've shaded the house. Okay. Starting from pink, light green one, blue one, dark blue one, yellow one and green one. That's the houses we are talking about here on the left, on the right. Second house, third house, fourth house, fifth house, seventh house, and eighth house. Those are marked here on the chart. So what I'm going to do from now on is take you through three steps, three crucial personal planets, Mars, Venus, and Mercury. These are the Rajasic planets which affect the relationship. We are trying to narrow our focus here towards relationship only and intimate relationship because it's Bhagavad Bhavan affects the first house and everything I have spoken of in first five parts. 
So now we are trying to solidify the karma, solidify the aspect of each of us where it is dominantly playing out. Mars playing out in each one of these shaded houses. And this is irrespective of ascendants and irrespective of anything else. Just keep these things in mind as a general rule. It's going to happen anyway. Okay? We are trying to form conscious relating. We are trying to consciously work this puzzle rather than being unconsciously going around doing stuff and then blaming the other person, blaming the whole world and judging everybody in the process. Okay? That's not going to work, right? So it's a couple of rules here. Check the angle, which is also the strength of Mars in your horoscope, in your partner's horoscope. The more the angle, that means the more karma has been accumulated by the planet as it moves through a particular house, that's all it means, the more the strength. This is how astrologers typically read. Check also the nakshatra. If it's in Mars and or moon is also in Mars ruled nakshatra or a fierce nakshatra, remember healer's astrology. Go back to the healer's astrology playlist and watch this because we are talking about healing all areas here. Okay, So it affects that. If your Mars is sitting in a Mars ruled nakshatra and a fierce nakshatra, good luck this person is going to be really aggressive like wants to pick fights have you seen those kind of people right it becomes even more aggressive and gains strength so just keep these two things in mind as we go along okay now let's get to it what happens here let's go right up to the first house sorry where is that gone disappeared No, right there. Okay, sorry about that. Mars in second house, and I have marked here Mars in second house. We'll look at the seventh aspect. We are only dealing with opposite aspects because we are only dealing with how Mars will take it directly to the intimate partner. Wherever Mars is looking at directly, it's the main focus, as if I'm looking in the front. Mars fourth aspect is over here somewhere on the side. Mars eighth aspect is somewhere over there. But what I'm looking directly in the front is what I'm ex examining here. Okay, I will also cover the fourth and eighth, just so you know, and keep that Mars qualities, the pluses and the shadow side. Each planet has a positive and a shadow side. Okay, we are talking about Mars in the second house. What happens second house? It's about speech, sight, voice, singing, taste, touch, smell, listening, music, all these things we talked about. Mars in the second house are short-tempered in approach towards what? Towards family because it is first sitting in the house of family. Aggressive communication with friends, immediate family, siblings, early childhood. We are talking more in terms of early childhood. Siblings, especially elder ones because second house is for elder siblings, third house is for younger siblings. Mars aspect in the fifth and seventh house, it will do that in the fourth aspect and the eighth, seventh aspect here. 5th and 7th house. Okay, so I have corrected that a little bit. It's 5th and ninth aspect. I was thinking there's something wrong with that. Okay, sorry about that. Mars aspect in the 5th and ninth aspect. Why? The 4th aspect is looking at the 5th house and the 8th aspect is looking at the ninth house. Okay. What does it lead this kind of Mars to be placed in your chart or your partner's chart? Aggressive behavior in sexual encounters. 5th place is for love and romance and it is taking it directly to the house of 8th house. Remember we talked about 8th house as a sexual instinct. We are talking about intimate partnerships, so all this will play out. 
aggressive behavior there, aggressive behavior towards in-laws because eighth house is also for the in-laws. Aggressive in physical intimacy aspects, all kinds of physical intimacy, all kinds of instinctual aspects listed over there, it will be carrying that aggression towards that. That's Mars in second. What about Mars in third? Because we have come to this, deliberate action, motivations, interests. So Mars will be driven by this third house stuff, which is basically skill development. Everything handsy and shoulders is Mars here in third house. What does it do? They become extremely competitive, driven with handsy skills, find their way to success in driven, very driven attitudes. In third house, it's also called an upachya house. That means it grows through time. So they can develop skills constantly throughout life. But we are talking about romantic stuff here. So these people can become very technical, very sporty or artsy. Have you had your spouse or date or somebody very active in sports? Probably they have Mars in the third house. Okay, Actively engaged with friends, people always engaging with friends, with social media, with their own family, with their immediate friend circle, with their younger siblings. Okay, they love spontaneity. They are very spontaneous kind of people. Have you dated these kind of people? Have you known this kind of people whom you have had a relationship with? Love spontaneity, love short trips because third house is for short trips, ninth house is for long trips abroad. So this Mars looking from the third house also wants to go abroad. Always wants to investigate higher philosophy because ninth house is also for that. Just giving you a brief snapshot to all these particular houses right from the fourth aspect which is the home and family this mars will look at 10th house but what is it doing mars is not a good guy to be sitting at home mars is very very aggressive mars is a soldier it's like taking a soldier from the battlefield and sticking him in the house it doesn't work so they might have conflicts at home or with mother or with motherland. Very controlling of spouse. Fourth aspect looks at the seventh house. Very, very controlling people. Okay. They have to dominate the spouse. Conquering the heart of the spouse. Why? It's fourth from the fourth house. It's like the Bhavad Bhavan. Having a very creative, passionate sexual life. Fifth from the fourth house is looking at the eighth place. Two, three, four, five. Right? So it is looking at the 8th house. That means these people can become very creative in bed. Who doesn't want that, right? What about 5th house? If we move Mars to the 5th house, in the house of creative intelligence, in the house of love romance, in the house of children, in the house of education, well, they'll become active in all this. Wherever you take Mars and stick him in any house, he makes the aspects of that house active. Just think of that like taking a, taking a whole bonfire and putting it in a particular house. What that happens is it activates all the elements of that house and it takes it to wherever it looks at. And in this case, we are talking about the seventh aspect. So we are talking about the significant other. Okay. We are stuck in the fifth house now, Mars. So this is the identity, the bridge, it's crucial because it is going downwards also that energy in this human figure. The fifth house, your gut level is your instinct, identity instinct. It's a bridge, others versus self. It is about discernment. It's about creative intelligence, education, love and romance, all of this stuff. So Mars gets active there. What does he do? He becomes very creative in courtship. 
I'm sure you must have come across some people who are extremely creative during the phase of courtship. Fifth house is not the house of marriage. Fifth house is still your courting. So all those people who are dating and you find some people were very creative, you know, flowers and bouquets and fancy restaurants and taking to a candlelight dinners with the wine and everything else. These guys might have Mars in the fifth house. Guys are women. Creative in courtship and dating, love and romance. They are very creative in this because Mars is sitting there. Making children competitive. Let's say you get married to such a person and you have children with them and now you have they get very competitive, they make their children competitive in sports. They engage them in physical activities because Mars is a very physical person. Deep drive to understand psychological self. Why? The fourth aspect is looking at the eighth house. So this Mars sitting in the fifth is looking at the eighth house. That is the fifth. Third chakra is trying to connect with the root chakra. Okay may even have affairs with people from social media networks. Why? It's looking at the 11th house. 11th house is for greater social media, Facebook, Twitter, whatnot. There's tons of them now. Right? I won't even get into that. So they might be inclined towards taking their love and romance where Mars is sitting towards the 11th house, greater community, which is social media. This might happen here. Next, if Mars sits in the 7th house, Seventh house is the house of spouse. So from the house of spouse, it is looking at the ascendant. It's looking at the head. That means it's looking from the seventh upward in this chakra system. It's looking towards the head. So this shows a great devotion to the marriage itself. These people might be extremely committed partners in your marriage. If you get married to this person, they'll be very committed. They might be also a little aggressive, again, depending upon where and how mass is placed. Devotion to marriage, devotion to spouse, relationships with people in general because seventh house is people in general. The beginning of your interactions with the external world, one-on-one, -on -one, at work, in the house, in intimate partnerships is the seventh house. More focus on family assets, wealth and elder siblings. Why is that? Eighth aspect looks at the second house. And second house is for elder siblings, like I spoke of. So it looks at uncovering and 8th house is where Mars looks to dig deep into hidden stuff. It loves to dig deep and uncover secret enemies, secret wealth. In this case, your secret family wealth. So this person might be, let's say, coming from a rich family and they are wanting the inheritance, part of their wealth. This Mars will seek and find where all he's getting inheritance or not, whether these people have put me in their will or not. All the stuff Mars will dig from here in the seventh house. That becomes their kind of obsession. Now, last, looking eight, sitting in the eighth house and looking at the second house, as you can see, in the eighth house, this is tons and tons of drive, just raw sexual energy is there in this person. Why? It is sitting right there in the eighth house, in the first chakra, which is for instinct. You're going to the, you're gone the primal instinct itself and you are stuck Mars in the root chakra where even the organs are. Imagine that. So it will affect the root of the desire and this person will have tons of energy to release. This is the 50 shades of grey kind of a man or a woman. Okay, Tons of sexual energy that needs constant release will seek secret affairs 
eighth house is the house of secrets and if you stick mars in the house of that guess what will happen you have ignited a lot of fire it will seek secret affairs for this energy release now all those people out there who are watching this even up to this point if you are judging the people who are having affairs you don't know anything about their life stop stop being such an ignoramus learn the science first secret affairs just means the person needs a lot of energy release now if you do yoga if you do pranayama and if you do all this other stuff to find a constructive way to release that's a different issue how many of them come across that anyway they may even have secret awareness over social media with our others why because the fourth aspect is looking at the 11th house of community and it is sitting in the 8th house which is itself hidden secrets and which is itself sexual energy so 2 3 4 so they might do that this needs to be controlled in any way they can so i think i've done enough we've done about 10 minutes covered a lot in this so next one we shall be doing venus and then we'll come to mercury okay and we'll deal with the eighth house aspect there and how it looks at it and what happens to it why only these three planets well because personal planets affect us most personally they are the closest to the earth so they affect us each one of us personally in our personal life in our minds in our hearts in our emotions and we want to deal with relationships in a way to consciously relate to a person not be just carried away by whatever is in the chart because what's the goal we are trying to go beyond karma we are trying to go beyond unconscious drifting karma will keep chasing your tail if you are having unconscious drifting in your life okay so take care thank you for all your likes shares and subscribes i'll catch you on the next one with venus